Rise and it's changing lives. I wanna live till I die, make a difference, right? I wanna give those in need a reason to fight. I wanna live every day like it's my last night. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience, the podcast to help you shift your lifestyle in the areas of mindset, movement, and nutrition. Nutrition? Nutrition. That way, when you lose the fat, when you get strong as fuck, you get healthier you feel invincible it's sustainable for a lifetime my name is Tyler Egan and I will be your host today I believe last time I started I said I was going to start with some like movement thing so I'm gonna do that today um, what day of the when am I posting the podcast I did the 13th which is Friday into the 10th so that would be tomorrow okay so it's Monday I'm gonna post it on Tuesday maybe I'll just post this Friday I don't know whenever you listen to it you're listening to it <clears throat> so um, first two things I want to go over when it comes to movement. I'm gonna the two pieces of content I'm gonna be sharing this week for you guys are gonna be um, you know if you ever had back pain isolated to one side. It's one thing I dealt with a lot back in the day, and the back pain isolated to one side is there's gonna be there's a muscle. So okay, okay see if I can explain this. So if you stand up tall right now and you put your hands around your waist ish, like so thumbs on the back side or flip them flip your hands so that your fingers are on your back side a little bit where your fingers are at so if your thumbs are right on your hip bone and your fingers are on your back now i'm like feel i've never actually felt it out like this wow is my left hip higher or is my right interesting anyway um so wherever your fingers are at so about three inches off of the middle of your spine and about five inches up four or five inches up from your from your uh hip bone is going to be this muscle called the QL, the quadratus lumborum, and it's a big ass son of a bitch that's like deep. It's a deep intrinsic muscle, and it attaches. I'm actually looking at the diagram on my wall, uh, deep down into like the pelvic floor. Hold on, I gotta see this. Yeah, so it actually kind of goes through the pelvic floor and attaches deep down into. It looks like right around the femur and comes up and attaches to your lumbar vertebrae, so your lower back um, discs. And if this thing is tight, it is going to pull you down or hip up on one side. And let me tell you something, it ain't, it ain't comfortable. And so um, my right one is a little tight. So it pulled me down slightly on the right side. So I used to have a lot of pain there. And I used to like lift things away from that side. And it just made it worse. Because like now my right side is like, it's really easy to stretch. But it's also like flimsy as fuck because it's not strong enough. So I've been working on strengthening that up. And so I shared a simple uh, soft tissue release you could do. Or I'm going to be sharing a soft tissue release. Where you essentially just put the ball. Put a massage ball, lacrosse ball right on that area. And you essentially floss your leg up and back. So you would pull your knee up and slightly out away from you. And then extend your leg all the way and point your toes away from your body. Oh, excuse me. And um, this for about a minute or two and you'll feel the tension release. But the caveat here is it is very much a short-term fix. Totally a short-term fix. I've been using that technique for about two or three years now. Um, my back pain hasn't gone away completely. Like, I mean, I am not, like I'm standing right now. I feel great. But the back pain as a total um, you know, when I do stupid shit, it comes back or if I'm like really exhausted, like I'm really 
worn down my body's tired from like training hard or maybe not get enough sleep maybe not getting enough nutrition um it's very easy for me to actually throw my back out it's probably happened to me two times in the last like six months happened to me a few weeks ago like i am really good at understanding what to do to re so quote unquote rehab it so anyway um yeah it's like if you ever have back pain on one side this is a good way to release that muscle so you can release some of the tension and then you can be able to like feel out your body like what's what else is going on here that's causing this in the first place so you like for me personally like my right hip is slightly internally rotated which means um my right foot arch collapses and my entire hip kind of follows my knee follows my right hip kind of follows it completely and so it puts a little more tension there so then my right hip and the ql have to compensate around that so there's a reason it's happening but uh it's hard to feel it like when you're in pain it's hard to notice these things so uh, my first intention with any of my clients is always to get them out like alleviate some of the tension and then we could be like okay what else is going on here that's causing it in the first place so ql smash fucking great man it feels good i might actually do it after this this podcast I like to do it a couple times a week. And then the next thing is like I talk about spinal or not spinal, uh, shoulder decompression, decompression, um, you know, with this, the forward leaning posture and all the things that we deal with on a daily basis with technology and stuff these days, your shoulder blades are essentially being elevated and depressed and, and, and rounded forward. And so they're basically just being the way I, I kind of visual visualize this is like compressed onto your, your back, your rib cage. And so I share a few different techniques to help decompress those. One of those is like a very simple, um, just hanging from a pull-up bar. Super simple. If you can't afford, if you can't, if you're not strong enough to be able to handle your own body weight, you could always just um, put your feet on the ground and try to balance your the amount of tension you're putting in your arms at that point so i usually just kind of put my feet slightly behind me and i will dangle there but like my feet will still be on the ground if that makes sense just wait for the video to come out you'll know you'll see what i mean another good way is i will lay on a incline bench and i will put like a light ish set of dumbbells in my hand and i'll just flop down on the bench and let my let the dumbbells and gravity pull my shoulders out essentially um then you won't dislocate yourself you won't dislocate your shoulders or anything like that and then the last one what was the last one i shared oh it is a way to using a resistance band it's like a uh, banded joint mobilization so essentially you would tie a band up a around a something sturdy and put your hand through it and then grab it and then take a step out so you get some tension on it and then i like to use a foam roller to elevate my arm slightly and then put the foam roller right underneath my armpit and it, the band will distract you and then the foam roll will kind of get into the soft tissue of your lats a little bit. It feels pretty good. So uh, yeah, those are three good ways that you can begin to give a little bit of slack, so to speak, into your shoulders. Um, especially if you spend a lot of time in the forward rounded position, like with the technology, the phones, the TVs and everything like that. Um, I know I do. These feel great. So that's going to be like the little movement segment of today's episode. And now let's get into the main, the main topic, the main topic. Um, I want to talk about mindset some more. I know I've talked about this a lot on the show, but I, I broke it down way more in a piece of content I'm going to be sharing in a couple of days here. And um, I got to close this. Sorry if you guys keep hearing the dings in the background. I have my, uh, the app up for my clients and whenever I get a message or you know, if I like upload a video or someone schedules an appointment, it, it goes off. So I got a kombucha here. Hmm. Okay. So today's topic, your mindset. Like what even is that? What even is your mindset? And I'm actually going to pull a piece of content because I used a whiteboard. Did something a little different. Did something a little different. Um, 
Okay, so the way I define mindset is it's it largely because I'm going to I go I'm going to go into a few different things that incorporate that are a byproduct of your mindset, but it's largely the way you think. If we keep it really really simple, it's like how you think is the is what dictates your mindset. So if you have negative thoughts, if you have if you talk a lot of shit on people, like let's be real, come on, dude. how many of you talk shit on other people? I know I have been very guilty of this in the past. Um, if you are very like hopeless, like God, oh, things never work out for me. I can't do this. I can't do that. I'll never have that. Um, that's impossible. I can't do whatever it is. Um, if you that negative voice in your head is overpowering any type of positivity, any kind of hope, any kind of faith that you may have in yourself or the the powers to be, so to speak, um, that's that's your mindset right there. Your mind itself, I think science defines it as like your mind is your brain in action. But personally, I think our mind, the mind actually comes from a source much greater than the brain itself. Our, I think I feel like our brain is just the hardwiring of who we are. And so uh, the, your thought processes, processes, processes are going to be automatic in a sense you can change them but they're gonna be automatic probably since you were a kid if you never really delve into this a little bit and so to keep it super simple your mindset is going to be dictated by how you think but it's also including how you feel about the way you think so if you have a thought like oh man that person's a piece of shit and then you feel bad because you had a shitty thought about somebody then you are putting that out into the world so it's like you had a bad thought. Okay, we all have negative thoughts. We have 60 to 70,000 thoughts in one day, right? 60 to 70,000 thoughts in one day. Just like think about that for a minute. You probably don't even catch half the thoughts that are going through your mind. 60 to 70,000 thoughts in one day. So let's just call it 60,000. That's 420,000 thoughts in a week. How many of those do you actually pay attention to? You know what I mean? And so of those 60 to 70,000 thoughts we have in one day, about not, I think 90% of them, I could be butchering the statistic because it's been a while since I looked at it. 90% of them are the same thoughts we had the day before. So that's why your mindset is largely how you think because how you think is repetitive. The way our brain is wired to think uh, repeats itself because our brain is essentially the wiring of who we are. And so your mindset is going to be how you think and then incorporate it in that, but is going to be how you feel about how you think. So uh, right now, just like play with me for a minute. When you have thoughts, whether they're good, bad, or indifferent, do you typically have a feeling about them? And then what is that? Have you ever stopped to think about this before? Like I have quite a few clients. I've actually done a few things to make sure they don't do this anymore. I have quite a few clients who um, check the squits, check the scale every single day. Some of them more times than once a day. And in the app I use to train my clients, uh, my online clients, they there is a habit feature. And so what I do is I will put a habit in for them to not check the scale, like they're not allowed to do it. Some of my clients have their partners um, hide it on them, get rid of it, whatever, whatever they have to do, you know. And so I asked them, like after a few days of not checking the scale, like what have you noticed? Some of my clients were like, I didn't realize I was getting on it so much. Some of them were like, I didn't realize that it was affecting me that much. I didn't realize how mad it made me or frustrated it made me be. Um, they didn't even realize how it made them feel. And so that's what I mean. So if you hop on the scale every single day and your thought process is like, I just want to see where I'm at. Okay, that's your thought. What do you feel about that? 
Like I want to, I want to see progress or it's like, Oh fuck, what is this going to say to me again? What is this going to tell me today? And then when you hop on the scale and it doesn't tell you what you want, like, how do you feel at that point? You frustrated, you angry. Um, are you annoyed? Are you mad at yourself? Are you any of those things? Because think about it, like, especially if you do this first thing in the morning, you are setting the tone to be that way for the day. Momentum is a real thing, my friends. And so your mindset is going to be how you think. Okay. My thought is I'm gonna go check the scale. Part of the routine. It's, it's a habit for me. What's the next thought? Okay. I get on the scale. What is it? The thought is, oh, great. The scale still didn't fucking move. Now, how do you feel? You feel like shit. Okay. Now, what's your next action? You're going to be, you're going to be frustrated the rest of the day. You may get in the car to go to work and you're driving like a lunatic or, you know, you see your husband or your wife and you just are frustrated already. So they get a shitty side of you. And so your actions are now reflecting the way you thought and the way you felt already this morning. And so everyone's kind of catching the, the back end of it. And so that's what I mean. Your mindset is going to be how you think, how you feel about you, how you think, and then the actions you take based on how you think and feel. And so the question really is, you know, if that's, if you guys agree with me that that's what mindset is, um, how can we begin to, you know, cause you know, we're, this is a podcast about health and fitness. How can we begin to orient our mindset around health? So the, the a target, the intention is so that our thoughts, feelings, and actions, because they're all in sync, are focused essentially or oriented around health. And so how can you do that? You know, I talk about this all the time. I'm sure you guys, if you guys are, aren't new to the, if you guys have been here before, you've listened to the podcast before, you're going to, this is going to be kind of a bit repetitive, but you know, um, I heard a quote one time, I'm going to butcher it, but it went something to the effect of sometimes we don't need new information to make a new decision. We just need to be reminded of what we already know. And so if you're somebody who's still listening here, maybe this reminder will be good for you. I know when I did this piece of content, I went and evaluated my own programming, my own workouts. And I'm just like, wait, hold on. Why the fuck am I not doing what I talk about all the time? Okay, so how can we begin to orient or focus our mindset around health? Because the goal is whatever, you know, lose 20 pounds, get strong as fuck, get a 150 pound deadlift, you know, whatever your goals are. So we need to orient our mindset around health because if you want to get stronger, if you want to lose weight, you know, it's not just working out more. It's you got to eat well, you got to sleep well, you got to you got to get some sunlight in, you got to get you got to get outside a little bit, you got to you got to be hydrated. So it's it's all of it, guys. It's not just one this that or the other thing. So how do we do that? Well, we got to establish our goals. What do we want? You got to be specific about it. What do you want? What are you trying to achieve? What kind of goals do you have? Be specific. Losing, I want to lose weight is not enough, guys. I'm like, I'm sorry for anybody who, because people come to me all the time. They're just like, I just, I just want to lose weight. Like, no, it's not that. I'll, I'll chop your fucking arm off. I will chop your arm off and you will lose weight. My guess is you don't want to lose weight that way. So how do you want to lose weight? Do you want it to be in a sustainable fashion? Do you want to look good at the end of this? How do you want to feel about the way you look? Do you want to, um, what do you want to be capable of doing? Do you want to be strong? Do you want to be able to lift an X amount of weight? Do you want to be able to do like pull-ups and shit? Like what do you want? You got to get specific about it. Next up, and like, I just want to say this. I mean, the most important thing is get started. So if you have a goal of just like, I want to lose weight, let's just start with 10 pounds, right? Like maybe you want to lose like 70, but that's intimidating you. Just start with 10 and then get going. And then as you progress into your health and fitness journey, this shit will continue to evolve. You will become a little bit more audacious, a little more ambitious about your goals. Um, so yeah, just start. But throughout the process, get specific about it. Okay, so the next up is, you know, you have your goals, you know what you want, you're specific, you're specific about it. Why do you want that goal? Why do you want it? Why do you want it? What are you looking to obtain from achieving that goal? What will you gain when you achieve that goal? So if you wanna lose 30 pounds, what's, gonna cut, what's on the back end of losing that 30 pounds? Are you going to get more confident? Are you going to love yourself more? Are you going to improve your self-esteem? Um, is the feeling of being healthier going to be a byproduct of losing weight? Uh, 
you're trying to you're trying to heal yourself in some capacity. Maybe you got illnesses, ailments, you know, joint pain, like we were talking about earlier in the episode. Why do you want that goal? What's the purpose behind it? You gotta really sit with that one. Like go deep. What are you looking to get out of it? And the last one is like your habits. Your habits, your habits, your habits. Your habits are your daily behaviors, unconscious daily behaviors. You already have them established in your life. It's just a matter of if they're effective or ineffective towards your goals. Um, we all are habitual creatures. I, I, I find it very entertaining when uh, people say, like, I'm just, people say I'm a creature of habit. Other people say I'm not a creature of habit. But, I mean, by the way our brain is structured, like, we all are. The way you think becomes habitual. The way you act becomes habitual. Your morning routine is probably something you do not have to think about, whatever it is. Your nighttime routine, your drive to work, you don't have to think about these things because they're so built in and wired into your brain that they are. Just, you can just do it. Go unconscious and you don't even recognize it. The way you interact with people that are really close to you, you probably can just do it without even thinking twice about it. Uh, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, it doesn't matter. It becomes wired into our brain. The people we uh, know the most, we interact with the most, have a wired connection in your brain for the way you interact with them. And so you have to become hella conscious in order to be able to change some of these things. That's why this stuff isn't easy all the time, guys. Now, anybody who's just like, here, just change your diet, just cut your calories, like, no. It Sure, those tools are applicable, but in, if you want like long-term, you gotta become aware of the things you're doing on a daily basis. You absolutely have to. So what are the habits of the version of you who loses the weight, who pulls the deadlift, who does a pull-up? What things are they doing on a daily basis, on a weekly basis that allow them to get to that goal? Visualize this for a minute. Allow yourself, sit with this and allow yourself to actually think about what it's like gonna be like when you achieve the goal. What kind of daily behaviors does the version of you who achieves the goal do? If you want to lose 20 pounds, you're going to have to change the way you eat, the way you move your body or the lack thereof. You're going to have to sleep better. You're going to need to get more sleep, hydrate yourself more. So what does that look like? What does that look like? Get specific about it. How do you want to live your life when you lose the weight? Because these are going to be the daily behaviors that you're going to have to start working on. So if you know the daily behavior of the version of you who loses 30 pounds is someone who works out you know, three times a week, this person walks at least three times a week, maybe does one day of mobility, yoga, something like that, cycles, then you're going to have to start a daily movement practice of sorts. doesn't mean you have to do it all overnight, but like just knowing what the end goals are going to be is very useful because your mindset is going to be, it's going to come down to this, your ability, like your physical, mental, spiritual, even ability to persuade yourself into action in pursuit of your goals. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say that again. Your ability, your mindset is going to be largely dictated by your ability to persuade yourself into action in pursuit of your goals. Think about it. How many of you have, have started the new year, started a month, started a week, and like, I'm going to go to the gym this week, I'm going to eat clean, I'm going to eat healthy, and then, um, you know, one day you have a shitty day at work, and it's like, right, I got to go to the gym now, but man, I don't want to. Fuck, I don't want to go to the gym. I want to just go home, eat, and go to sleep. I just want to go home and decompress. Like, today was stressful. What do you do in that moment? Because your ability, because like, think about it, is that going to move you closer towards your goals? Don't get me wrong. There are definitely times where you need to take a step back, maybe take an extra rest day, um, whatever it is. But if you're just getting started, if you've only been at this for a few months, you need to establish the, you, it would be beneficial. I'm not saying you, need, you don't need to do anything. You can do whatever the fuck you want. 
it would be extremely beneficial for you to establish the pattern of just showing up, showing up. Even if you go in for a half-ass workout, you show up and you prove to yourself that you actually want this. Because think about it. Every time you say you want to lose weight and then you don't show up, what does that do? That instills more doubt in your mind rather than instilling the sheer fact that you actually do really want this. Because you can say you want it until you're blue in the face. But unless your actions reflect that and you prove it to yourself, it doesn't matter. Because everybody wants to be healthier. Everybody wants to lose weight. But do their actions reflect it? And, you know, we probably wouldn't have a situation with the health epidemic if that were the case, right? If everyone's once were it. And so your mindset is going to be largely dictated by your ability to persuade yourself into action in pursuit of your goals. And so then the question becomes, what do you need to persuade yourself? What do you need to persuade yourself? You need clarity, my friends. And where do you get the clarity? You get de very definitive. You get you define all the things I mentioned, your goals, your purpose, and your habits. Get clarity around those things. What do you want? Why do you want it? What are you going to do to do it? Huh, anyone said do-do. So that's it. That's it. That's how, you, that's how you cultivate a mindset for yourself. Because then from there, you start to evaluate your thoughts, right? Because I said like your mindset is going to be like how you think. Okay, so if I want to lose 20 pounds, I want to lose 20 pounds because I want to improve my confidence. I want to be healthy and be around for the kids. And I know I got to you know eat better. I got to sleep better. I got to do all these things. Like I, and I have a lot of clarity around this. Um, if I have a thought that shows up and it's just like, I can't, ugh, I don't want to go to the gym today. You just notice it. It's like, okay, that thought's there. It doesn't mean shit though because not showing up to the gym would instill more doubt in my mind and it would just leave me where I'm at. But instead, so instead, I'm going to be like, okay, that's the thought that's there. That's cool. I'm going to go to the gym anyway. I'm going to put in the work. I'm going to prove to myself that I, I not, even, not, not even just want this. I, I fucking deserve it. And so I'm going to keep showing up. Even if it's a shitty workout, I'm going to keep showing up. This is the most I've ever showed up in my life. And you stack those wins. And every time you show up, it's a win, guys. Every time you show up, that's a win. People are looking for like this big change to happen overnight. But it's like showing up to the gym for the three or four days in the week that you say you're going to is a fucking win. Every time you do that, you stack more wins and you build momentum. Momentum's so fucking real. I'm gonna do a whole podcast just on that. I'm gonna do a whole podcast just on that. That's why I'm doing this podcast today. I almost didn't do it. But I'm just like, you know what? I wanna roll with the podcast, so I'm gonna do it. Anyway, guys, I'm gonna wrap it up there. That's your, your mindset, all right? How you think, how you think, how you think, how you feel about how you think. Notice your feelings, identify them. And then the actions you take based off of those two things. Because every action starts with a thought. You don't just, like even, even your daily habits, even the unconscious automatic behaviors that you perform. You know, you get up and grab the cup of coffee. You get up and take a piss. There's a thought behind that. You just may not be noticing it because you don't have to anymore. It's just ingrained in you. When you pee, you just go to the bathroom. You don't have to think about going to the bathroom, right? So there's a thought behind everything. Every thought leads to an action. So you gotta pay attention to these things. Especially if you want to make this a lifestyle change and, and it lasts. It's the only way. Lifestyle. Define your goals. Define your purpose. Define your habits. And then persuade yourself every single time doubt creeps in. Because it will. It's going to. Like, I'm not going to fucking bullshit you. Doubt always creeps in. So anyway, I'm going to wrap it up there, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. If you took anything from this episode, please leave a rating and review on Spotify and iTunes. There is actually a section where you can leave a rating on Spotify. I would appreciate that stuff, guys. Um, it goes a long way. 
Please share it with your friends. Share it on social media. Tag your boy at Tyler underscore Egan on the IG. Um, I'm on TikTok. I'm on Facebook. I got a business page and my personal page. My email's down there. And if you're interested in coaching, please feel free to reach out to me. Thank you very much. Peace out.